Hi there, out in the world. It's Wednesday, February 4th at uh, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, and you're tuned into a totally different reality. I'm your host, Julia Sotis, and today I have the lovely Carlina Vanderway. She's my very first repeat guest since I started hey. the show. <laughs> yeah, so she's very special, and I so value her opinion, and I just love the way she thinks and runs her life, and uh, I'm very excited for today's conversation. So hi, Carlina. Hi, Julia. Thank you. That was a great welcome. <laughs> um, so, so today we're going to talk about creating bigger, which yes. is something that I have to say, you and I... I think we're quite good at, and we've yeah. not always been good at it, but one day I think that, like, I, I love watching you. It's a little harder for me because I'm living in my own life every day, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it from the outside or check in once a month. I'm here. You're hilarious. <laughs> but I just love, like, I, I, the things that you've created and the way that you've just been like, let's go, and nothing, you stop for no one and you stop for nothing is just amazing. So I'd love to just start the conversation by you talking about how you did that. And, like, you know, it was almost like, I'm not sure if this is how it was, but the way that I perceive it, it was like a one-day thing. Like, you're like, let's go, and you haven't stopped since. <laughs> Well, that was probably the day I was born. <laughs> um, but yeah, like let's let's talk about creating bigger for a moment because it's like when we you and I spoke um, a little while ago, like maybe a month or so ago, Julia, and we both or like uh, through we were when we were playing, we kind of got to the awareness of like. Oh, oh! I think I told you. It's like now I get what you meant when you said like I'm an amazing creator because I didn't really get it before. And the awareness that I got was that, and and I think a lot of people do this, that when I ask for too little, I just won't create it because it's not exciting enough. So it's like if I actually choose to create bigger and something that is beyond what my mind can figure out, something that is beyond what I could possibly perceive or just on the outskirts of what I can perceive um, that actually gets my juices flowing and that actually gets me much more excited and then I can step up and actually create that whereas if I'm asking for too little then it's kind of like well why bother I already know I can do that I don't have to prove it at all right Right. and I don't have to do that I've already done it so yeah been there done that no need totally so it's Really, and I think a lot of people kind of play with that where when they're asking for something, like even, you know, um, extra money in the month or um, to go to a class or to do this or go on vacation, they're kind of asking for too little. It's like, oh, well, you know, I only really need $500. I can make do with like 500 extra dollars this month. Whereas if you would ask for 5000 that might be kind of beyond what you can imagine, but then allow yourself to play with that and play with the possibilities and step up to that target. And it doesn't mean you have to attain that target or meet that target right away. Like there's never a failure, but just start to look bigger and then see what you can create because I can guarantee you can create beyond $500 in a month. Mm-hmm. That's a great, that's well put. I remember sitting by a gentleman on an airplane about two years ago, and he was 
you know, Mr. Mentor Man, and he wanted to tell me everything that he knew about <laughs> business. And the one thing that I do remember that was fantastic was he said, the only, the only regret I have in my life, the only thing that I didn't do that I wish I would have done is aim higher. Like, he had a yeah. huge multi-million dollar company, and yeah. he was like, I didn't aim high enough. I aimed too low when I was your age. And yeah. so... So, yeah, it's really neat, like, for, for somebody who's established their life to say that and see what he, you know, to see what else was possible for his life. And I so notice that when I am, like, like, I can't really think of a good example, but just micromanaging my life, I just get into to trauma and I worry about things or I worry what people think about me. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm not even, I'm not doing enough. And I'm doing a yeah. thousand times more than most people are doing, but it's not yeah. enough. Exactly. And and especially when we start worrying about things, like it's so interesting because every once in a while I get in that too. I'll be like, oh, I don't think I have enough money like this month or, or like, you know, I'm feeling really cramped. And then if I even go into my accounts or, or look at different things, it's like, oh, well, that's actually totally crap. Like there's no mm-hmm. truth to that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I have lots of money and I've got lots more coming in. So it's like looking at that, you know, it's like we create these points of view or the, these things that aren't even real to hold us back and to limit us. Yeah. And it's like, what if you could actually turn that totally around and create the things that are actually going to expand you rather than limit you yeah. and look beyond that and create, create way beyond that? No, it's, it's so true. Um, can you give, like, a specific example? Um. Yeah, it's, uh, let's see, about um, like creating beyond our limitations? Yeah, like I'm trying to think for myself personally of like what I have done that's, that's too small and then when I shot bigger it, it has worked, but I can't think of anything right now, so I thought maybe you could. Yeah, well even recently, like um, towards the end of last year, I kept looking at, you know, oh, okay, well I'd like to have an extra like one or two thousand a month. And it wasn't really showing up, and it wasn't really showing up. And, and I'd been asking for about three or four months. and No, not, not true, two or three. And just kind of wondering. And, um, and there wasn't any major additional, like I wasn't meeting that target. And I was like, well, what's going on? Like, why am I thinking I don't have any money or not creating more and, you know, not creating what I know is totally possible? And then... At the beginning of December, um, a lot of stuff came out about the um, harmony, uh, patterns of patterns harmony. Of harmony. And so I started asking a question, what patterns of harmony can I create to generate over $10,000 every single month? And for me, it's like I'd even, like I'd done that in, you know, in one month, generate over $10,000. And it wasn't consistent. And I had been trying to do that consistently for probably about a year. And so I was like, ooh, this feels really fun. And I started asking that. And that was about the first week, about a week into December. And it was big enough for it to be fun and playful. And then, boom, everything fell into place. And before the end of December, I had generated over $10,000. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's that's when I had the awareness and I think that's when I connected with you about, you know, oh, I get it. It's like if I actually aim higher like that guy said and if I actually choose something 
that's maybe just outside of my reach or hasn't been within my reach for a while, then that actually becomes fun for me. And it's something that actually um, can be joyful and playful. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, $1,000, $2,000, um, that's easy to do, then all of a sudden I don't even step up to the plate to create that. Totally. Um, <clears throat> I think that it's a lot about, yeah, that's really deep. It's a lot about being willing to create your future. And I think that's like we don't even, we, we ah, it's just there's this thing where we want to maintain things and we stop our, Hey, actually I have a good clearing statement. It just, I just looked up from where I was sitting up at my desk and this clearing statement's on a sticky note. So let me read it out loud. Okay. Um, So what stupidity are you choosing to defend against the future you could be choosing? Yeah. And everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all everyone? Yes. Awesome. Thanks. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, pox, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yeah, because if we're going to try to create a small future or maintain something, it's just not going to work. It'll just get smaller or more frustrating because, like, the forward motion of your life, what, I'm just Mrs. Quotes today. There was a quote, another quote, um, somebody said, if you aren't, if you're riding a bicycle and you don't keep moving forward, the bicycle's going to fall over. You have to keep moving forward and you have to keep expanding. And yeah. if you're not like expanding who you are every day, then you just ha- you have to go into the trauma and the upset and the, and the smallness of, of yeah. who and, you are. Yeah, but that's a really good point. I mean, if you're not creating every day and if you're not expanding every day, you're, you're pretty much dying. Like you're not yeah. growing. You're not feeding yourself. You're not, you know, adding that playfulness, that joy, that everything, the life basically to your your being and your daily living and without that you're pretty much going backwards and dying oh absolutely <laughs> it's true it's like if your bicycle doesn't fall over it's like your bicycle goes backwards <laughs> yeah. yeah and and either way whether it falls over or goes backwards it might not be a good thing if you're going down a hill <laughs> so everything that is let's destroy it and create it all <laughs> right wrong yes. that all night pod park shorts boys and beyond yeah yeah but it really is you know getting like getting connected with what it is you'd like to create like one of the greatest questions you can ask and this is not necessarily something that you get an instant awareness of but this is a question that you ask over time and you get more and more aware of what it actually is, is asking the question, what would I truly like to create? Yeah. And as you ask that, when you can start perceiving the energy of what it is you'd actually try, uh, like, truly like to create, don't ever define it. Don't ever try and conclude it into something that you already know, but simply play with that energy. And then I've always asked that energy to come into my life and I've always pulled it into my life like because very often when I ask that question there's an energy that's like way out there and very much in the future and so I ask it to come play with me now and I keep asking questions like okay so what can I add to my life to have more of that right away right great exercise yeah it's it's a really great exercise and it's great to do every single day because you get more clarity on what you'd like to create, what's actually fun for you, as well as pulling that energy into your current life already so that 
it starts to actualize quicker and you're actually pulling that creation that you truly would like to create into your present life. Wow. Hmm. And I think, I think that we're a lot of people, I know myself, have been living other people's lives. I was talking to Blossom Benedict not that long ago, and she said, do I really want to be an, like facilitating this many access classes and flying around the world? She's like, I don't know if this is what I really want to be doing right now. You know, right now, I would love to be a best-selling author, and I know that she was really into writing and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, Blossom, how could you say such a thing? You are Blossom Benedict. It is your duty to the world to be out there facilitating being Blossom damn Benedict. And I was kind of mad at her. I didn't say that to her. That's what I thought. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I was thinking. And I was like, you have to facilitate. Because that was my point of view, was that I have to facilitate. And I'm realizing lately that when I don't put a lot of like effort and, you know, density into my business, that it just comes together really easily. And, and when I like put effort into other things that I, that I would like to do, because I'm not just a facilitator. I mean, it's so easy to come to access and be a, a martyr and think that's what you have to do, but there's so many other things. And I was like, Oh, it's very easy to just fall back and think that's what you have to do. And to actually be clear that you're have kind of been living and that's not to say I don't love facilitating it's my favorite one of my favorite things but to get clear and to be like this is not who I am this is not all of me this is not define me there's this big other world that I have to start looking at and it's it's very interesting and it can be a very uncomfortable um, journey as well It can, and what if uncomfortable is the new black? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I mean, it is, like, what we were just talking about, too. It's like, what would I truly like to create? When you start asking that, and, you know, play with it or write things down or do whatever works for you and, and ask that every day for however many days you like, and see what it what comes up because you will actually clear on what's truly you and -hmm. what you would like to create and not what all of the influences that you were just talking about from everybody else because yeah it's like you come into access and you start playing with the tools and then you see these amazing people who have been doing access for a couple of years or a whole, you know, a decade or whatever, and mm-hmm. they're traveling around the world and they're doing, you know, they're facilitating classes and they're living the life that most of us think we want. And then you choose that and you become a facilitator and you go and you go and then there's a point where it's like, wow, is this really what I want? Or it just starts going in a completely different direction and you may still be facilitating, but other things come into your life and you're not traveling, you know, three weeks out of the month kind of thing, which you originally thought was like the coolest thing ever. But something else actually (laughs) shows up. It's the coolest thing ever. Right? Yeah. (laughs) But then I believe the energy on it though. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like as you step more into you and you choose more for you, you become more clear on what actually works for you. And maybe it's traveling a little bit or maybe it's facilitating some classes here, there, and everywhere. 
and spending time at home or, you know, living in two different places all year round or, or like whatever it might be because there's, you know, like unlimited possibilities on that. But when you ask the question, what would I truly like to create, you're really starting to get clear with what that energy is of what you truly like to create. And then you're actually too. And you're choosing what you would like to create. And that just continues to reinforce you and who you be. And you become more and more clearer every single time you choose it. Well put. Very well put. So let's... Um I feel like there's something to clear here on what you just said. Well, let's let's talk about patterns of harmony a little bit and maybe kind of weave that into the conversation. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that would so, be cool. Yeah, like when, when the patterns of harmony came out, what we tend to do in our lives and, and what we do pretty much automatically is we tend to create disharmony. I mean, how many times a day do you, are you like, oh, I wouldn't want that? Or it's like, oh, my God, did you see what she did? Or did you see what he said? Or I can't believe they did this to me. Like, all of that creates a different energy, and it creates this disharmony in our lives. Okay? And there's many ways we can create disharmony. But it's essentially where we are in conflict with who we truly be. So we're not actually um, being true to ourselves and what we would like to choose. And that creates the disharmony. And so when we ask a simple question like, what patterns of harmony can I create? Then all of a sudden, all of the quantum particulates are like, ooh, we can create this one, and this would be super yummy for us. And then you become, like you and your body and all of you become this energy, this pattern of harmony to actually create that. So if you take money, because that's one of our favorite topics for most people, um, one of the things we tend to do is we create these patterns of disharmony with money. Like, oh, well, I only make so much in a month. Or, you know, I can't get a raise right now. Or um, I, I don't have any money. I'm not rich. I'll never be rich. Rich people suck. Um, you know, like whatever your point of view may be, um, there's – all of that, anything that's basically what we call quote-unquote negative about money um, and positive things, it creates a pattern of disharmony. Okay? Yeah. It creates a sticking point. And so when you ask what patterns of harmony you can create, it's like doing a full three, uh, 360 or 180 or something, maybe a 720, and, <laughs> and really <laughs> looking at it from a different perspective and going like, oh, okay, never mind all of that disharmony that I do create or that I have created. Um, look at this and what can we create forward? What mm-hmm. patterns of harmony? So how can I be in harmony with all the quantum particulates to create $500, $5,000, $10,000, right? So you're asking your body to be the energy and the space and the consciousness of the pattern of harmony so that you're in harmony with all of consciousness, all of the universe, all the quantum particulates to create that in your life, which makes it much easier and much quicker to create something than if you're doing disharmony. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, my desk is filled with sticky notes and papers and things, and I'm <laughs> looking at the note that 
I wrote down after you and I were Skype chatting a month ago, I wrote down what you had said. And the question that you had said for what you were doing was what patterns of harmony can I create to change my money inflows to over 10 K every month? Yeah. And then you created that. That's very cool. And I think for every person, it's going to be a different number for you. That's what actually worked. And yeah, exactly. And you got to find the number that works for you. And you know, you got to be willing to change it because when I kept asking, like in January, I'm like, cool, well, I just did that in September. Let's ask it again. And I'm like, bleh. I'm like, that doesn't feel fun at all. I had to up it to 15,000. Cool. Yeah, because it's like that 10,000. It's like, well, been there, done that. I don't need to do it again. And so when I upped it, it's like, oh, that's actually fun. Totally. Totally. So, yeah, it's like, it's a target, and targets change. So keep changing it. And that's, that's what presence is. It's not this. I think that we, a lot of people still genuinely think that presence is some sort of conclusion once I get here. Presence is yes. very, very, very hard work. Yeah, very like hard work at the beginning. Yeah, it's not and a destination. It's not a destination. It's every second of every day going, oh, I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to choose something else. I won't do that. Or, you know, I am going to ask this question. Or how much money would actually work in this clearing statement? And and it's such a level of, like, being there, being on. It's I think that it's, you know, sometimes misidentified for, like, you know, dancing through the meadow. I'm present in my life. But it's more of... <laughs> Like, being in your life and be like, okay, what's actually going to work? Yeah, and it's fully, like, being present in your life is very much where when you choose something and you're like, oh, that was not the brightest choice. Just going, <laughs> you know, being with that and just being like, okay, cool, so now what? What do I choose now? And also being like, cool, so that was an interesting choice that I created and, you know, now let's see what else is possible. And I wonder what I will choose next time. Right? So not that like, oh, damn, that sucks. I can't believe I chose that. But more like, wow, that was really interesting. And I'm not sure, you know, that was such a contribution to me. But really looking at, wow, I wonder when I'll choose something different. I wonder when I'm going to choose um, what I'm going to choose next time. Mm-hmm. And it kind of takes the pressure off because we're so good at beating ourselves up. Right? I mean, we're experts at making ourselves feel like crap and making ourselves smaller. But it's like, what if you were to just be an allowance of you and simply go something like, wow, okay, that was really interesting. I wonder when I'm going to choose something different, and I wonder what I'm going to choose next time. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what I'm going to choose next time. I like that. Yeah, because, I mean, we all do that, and we'll continue to do that. I mean, even if you watch, um, you know, Dane, he's, he's great at that he will choose the same thing again. And, you know, even though he's become aware and then he chooses it again and it's like, oh, that was not the brightest choice that did it again. But he continues to wonder, wow, you know what? I can choose something different. Or it's like you make the choice and then two seconds later, he's like, oh, that was not the brightest. Let's make a different choice. Mm -hmm. Right? But there's no, like there's not beating yourself up and just basically taking you, taking you down to the smallest being you could possibly be and then try and climb uphill again. There's simply that allowance of, oh, okay, that was actually not very bright and look what it created and what can I create now and how can I choose again and I wonder when I'm actually going to change this. 
because I've done that lots too. I mean, one of the things I'm still playing with right now um, is my body and truly listening to my body. And, you know, I can listen to my body for a while and I can listen sometimes. And I'm the worst with food. Like if something tastes good, oh my God, I don't want to stop eating it. Are you kidding? Do you know how good it tastes? <laughs> so oh. why would I stop? <laughs> but, you know, my body's like, well, we've had enough. It's great, but we've had enough. And if I'm not listening, that creates basically a disharmony between me and my body. And mm-hmm. so I keep wondering, because, you know, I do this again and again, and it is changing. It's just changing slower than anything else that I've chosen to change in the past. Um, and I keep wondering, and I do it every single time, and it's like when I do it, it's like, oh, wow, okay, I just chose that, and now I can choose different and not finish it off completely and not take the next bite even though it's on my fork. And it's like, wow, I wonder when I'm going to change that. I wonder when I'm going to choose different. And being an allowance of you. Yeah, that's a cool point of view. And um, wow, my mind just went blank. Something along the lines of if you – like once you're willing to – crap, I lost it. (laughs) Keep talking. (laughs) Well, and let's do a clearing. So everywhere that you have taken on the role of beating the crap out of yourself and abusing you, like everybody else has probably shown you, is what is normal to do in this world, will you please destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, online, shorts, boys, meons. And what if you were actually willing to have allowance for you? then what could you create? And how much bigger could you create if you were willing to be an allowance? I mean, if you look at Richard Branson, you know, or um, Steve Jobs while he was alive, it's, those guys didn't go, oh, fuck, man, that was the worst project ever and I can't make that decision. Like, that sucks. They're just like, if something didn't work, it's like, oh, okay, well, now what? Where do we go from here? What can we create with this or do we scrap it all completely and do we start new and do we start fresh? What else is possible here? What would we like to create? There's never, there's not a beating up. No. That doesn't it's, come into their world. It's a continuous <clears throat> play on where do we go from here? What else is possible? How does it get better? In the Steve Jobs biography, which also is sitting on my desk here next to the Richard <laughs> Branson uh, biography. <laughs> Um, it, it talks about how he, there was, I think it was a brand of, it was an iPod or something, and he was in the warehouse, and they were completely finished, and they were ready to be shipped out into the world, a warehouse full of yeah. iPods, computers, something like that, and he realized that there was a detail in the design that he didn't like, and it just didn't work for him. He destroyed the entire warehouse. Yeah. Of Apple products to make because he was just not interested in that and he did I don't think he went into the I'm not sure if he went into the wrongness but he was willing to do it his way and yeah. not go into the way that it should be done and like that's the kind of that's the kind of attitude he had towards it I thought that was pretty amazing yeah and and I mean there's many more stories of him where he has scrapped you know projects that were He's already paid out a million or two million dollars or more for a project and then basically went, you know what, it's not working. We're scrapping that. Let's start new. And it's like that, 
that not attachment, like that unattachment and that willingness to simply follow the energy and create beyond what you know can be created, that's actually what creates the change. And granted, he made, you know, through choosing that, he made so many millions of dollars that he could do that and not worry about it. But that's the thing. It's like, even us, like if you're spending $200 and it was just like, oh man, that was probably not a great choice. Maybe you went drinking last night and, you know, got wasted and you, and you spent like $200. Um, or maybe it takes a lot more money to get wasted, but I'm just saying. No, 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 that's wasted. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it's like you spend a chunk of money on something and you're like oh that was not a great choice but what we tend to do is we tend to basically loop in that and feed that energy of like man I'm bad and that sucked and that was a terrible choice and da 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 and we go and beat ourselves up whereas if you look at, at it from a different perspective like Steve Jobs and Richard Branson do, do then it's just like okay, well, that wasn't really a great choice, and now what can we create, right? There's not looking back. There's not dwelling in the past. There's just like, cool, what did we create? What did we learn from that? Where do we go from here? And what else is possible? And there's always forward movements, and there's always wondering, and there's always discovery. So what if you were like a two-year-old in your life, and you were always discovering and wondering and looking for the new possibilities? Hmm. That's really and everything neat. that doesn't allow for that, well, you now destroy and not create it all. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, puck, put all night, shorts, boys, and beyond. And you really have to look, you know, it's very, it's pretty much impossible to do what you're describing and look for external validation from people because you're always yeah. going to be in a forward motion. You're always going to be in flux. You're always going to be changing and not choosing things based on logic or what you should do. You're just going to be yeah. choosing them because it's what you know you have to do. So you can't do that and look to other people for validation. You just have to do it because you know it's what is going to create bigger. Hello? Julia, did we lose you? Am I gone? Am I gone? Can you hear me? I I can hear you. Oh, maybe we lost Carlina. Who is gone? Oh, Carlina is gone. We lost Carlina. Okay, well, every let's do a clearing statement. Um, everything you've done to look for external validation in your creation, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? And everything that is, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, does anybody on the line have any questions about what we've talked about? No? I think it's also just a willingness um, to to look pragmatically at things, you know. Oh, I am back. Hi, Carlina. Sorry, I dropped off. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I was just doing a clearing statement about um, looking to others for validation when you're creating things. So you yeah. Yeah, because if you're choosing for you and if you're choosing to create more and if you're choosing to create what you truly, you know, would like to create, you're not going to have that many followers. And you're going to have more people who are trying, going to try and make you wrong. Okay, and the reason for that is because you're making them uncomfortable. So 
it's it's kind of like you know when you were in high school and and if you weren't the totally popular girl or even if you were or boy in that sense, <laughs> um, yeah. Or even if you were doing something that was outside of the norm and actually standing out, and you know I think all of us can remember that energy of when people looked at us because we were standing out and it wasn't normal what we were choosing or what we were creating, and the thing is it's like. That's basically being a leader and choosing something that might be different and not waiting for others to make it okay or to confirm that you can actually choose that, but actually going like, no, you know what, this is what's correct for me and this is actually what's going to create more in my life, so this is what I'm choosing. Yeah. So everywhere um, you're looking for validation rather than, rather than choosing to be your own great supporter, will you now please destroy and create all that sense of God's land? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, bad, all night, shorts, boys, neons. Yeah, and Ooh. what have you made so vital about outside validation that keeps you from actually choosing you? And everything that is, will you now destroy and create it all? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, 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 all night, shorts, boys, neons. And this is not an easy, like, we talk about it pretty lightly, but it's a like to yeah. actually look to yourself and not look to other people for what you choose is a, that's a really can be a it is it's a big journey it should not be treated lightly and it's a it's a strength and a power once once you have it or once you've you know made the commitment to have it and uh, you know I look to people all the time like I want my my parents approval my family's approval and then at the end of the day though I have to be like you know whose life am I living? Like, I'm not, I'm not living my parents' life. I'm not living, you know, my, my family's life. I'm living mine. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what it comes down to. And it really is. I mean, yes, at first it's it's different because we're taught in this world and this reality, we're very much taught that you have to color within the lines. You have to do what's acceptable and you can't stand out. You can't do things totally different. And so when you first start and and you start choosing something that's different from the norm, that's different from other people, yeah, you're going to stand out and it is going to feel very uncomfortable. And I invite you to muster up all the courage you have and choose it anyway because that's what's going to create your life and that's what's going to create the change. And there's been many times, you know, along the way where um, I don't necessarily have supporters And now that I'm choosing more for me, it's like I don't require that anymore because I'm trusting myself. And it's like when I trust me and when I choose for me, that's when more people who are pretty much different people from everybody who was in my life previously, but there's a lot more people who are like, yeah, you go. You know, good for you. Look at what you're creating. And they're supportive in that way but I did not require their validation. Right, yeah. And a lot of times they come after you've already made it. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So it's like, you know, it's that saying of like it's lonely at the top or, um, you know, whatever else that you walk a path alone. And and as a leader, yeah, you very much do. Um, You're the leader, so you're up front. And I can guarantee you that, as you keep choosing regardless of what anybody says, it's like you will actually inspire others 
to choose as well. And you will create people who look at you and it's just like, okay, I want to do what you want and what you're doing and I see what you're choosing and I can only do a little bit right now, but I'm having that and I'm going to have all of me and I'm choosing all of me and there's no way I'm going to be held back. So what if you choosing for you is actually the gift that you be to the world so that somebody else can actually do the same. Somebody else can find that courage within themselves to choose for them. So everything mm-hmm. that doesn't allow you to be the leader and everything that doesn't allow you to be the example that somebody else might need to, for them to choose it, will you now please destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, part, part, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. My sister t- um, has just written a book and she t- actually tells a story in the book about how when she was in high school, her English teacher wrote a book and he went through self-publishing and uh, did everything himself and created the website and the advertising and the promo. And, and so my sister watched him as she was, you know, when she was in grade 12 English, watched him do this and they became friends and chatted and stuff like that about it. And, and now like two years later at the age of 20, she wrote her own book because she saw the way that he did it and saw that it was possible and the way. And so, and so people will come, but a, a true leader there's has nothing to do with followers. It does not mean that you're a leader. If you have followers, you're just a leader. Yeah. And followers may come or they may not, exactly. but they usually do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like even um, with followers, like, yes, sometimes you get followers, and you also get that um, the people who – like your sister, where you cleared a path for somebody else to choose it and it's made their life easier. And that is a huge contribution. And I don't think many of us get what a contribution that really is. You know, it's, it's, it reminds me of like if you have older siblings um, or the oldest siblings versus the little one. And it's like the older one has it, you know, harder, and then the next one or ones come along, and and there's resistance and fighting, and there's pushing, and where's the boundaries? And then the baby comes along, and it's just like, cool, this is easy. Thanks for paving the way. And it's exactly that. Like, we are such a contribution to everybody who chooses something similar or to see who sees a spark in you that then they can see within themselves. (laughs) Everything that doesn't allow you to be the spark that you truly be and infect that spark in others, will you now please destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I think also to to acknowledge that you are a sparkle, like that your choices affect the people around you in a really yeah. big way. Yeah. And I don't think that we look at that. We're taught no. not to. Because if no. we we look at it, we're conceited or we're yes. better than other people or we're, you know, just aloof. Yeah. And so be aloof. Be arrogant. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. I'm over exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, who cares what people think of you? Because they're going to judge you anyways. So you might as well yeah. give them something to judge you for. Yeah, exactly. Why not? But yeah, yeah so everything really, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck and pod. <laughs> right around your bed on my pod pod starts poison beyond. Yeah. Um, um, what was I going to say? And I think another thing that you were saying before, like, about what the life that we'd actually like to have, um, you know, would be like or looks like, 
um, you know, I've had so many misconceptions about who I thought I was or who I was supposed to be. Um, you know, I thought I, I even the, the concept of settling down, like, oh, yeah. when are you going to settle down? Where are you going to end up? I wonder where you're going to end up in, in your life. And I'm like, I don't want to end yeah. up. <laughs> I don't know what ending up would be, but that doesn't sound very good. But I was trying to, you know, be like, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it doesn't feel very good either. Like, first of all, to end, and then to end yeah. up somewhere. And it's like, well, why? Like, did I just get washed downstream and I ended up somewhere? Like, that doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah, yeah actually, it is a very passive concept. Yeah, and you're not at all choosing or creating your life in that in that concept. Um, and one of the questions you mentioned, it's like, you know, if I choose this, what is my life going to be like? It's, um, there's an important, you said both look like and be like, and it really is be. What is my life going to be like? Because mm-hmm. if you're doing look, you're trying to visualize it, which then um, creates the conclusions and the answers. So it's like I was talking about with asking the question of what would truly like create, and then actually playing with the energy and allowing the energy to remain as an energy and never concluding. And it's that right. same thing. With, if I choose this, what will this actually create in my life? If I choose this, what will my life be like? You're asking for an energy, and you're not concluding that energy into anything solid. A huge key in creating bigger and constantly creating, because the more you play with energy, the energy is the fluidity. It's what's always changing, malleable, and moving, and never stands still. And yet, when we try to force the energy to basically conclude into something like an answer, uh, we actually stagnate it, and then it cannot change and flow and create more and change again. It has to stay in that, and that's where we stick ourselves. So it is really important. Um, we don't try to solidify by what we see or what we think or what we've concluded or what we've decided, but we actually continue asking. It's like, oh, what would it be like? And what it would be like you know, now versus an hour from now versus tomorrow, maybe three different things. And that's just how energy works. It is constantly moving. It's kind of like you know, what we were saying earlier about riding a bike. And it's like, yeah, if you stand still, you're going to fall over or you're going to go backwards. Mm-hmm. So you can't mm-hmm. stand still on a bike. You've got to just keep moving. And you can move very slowly or you can move very quickly or you can go in circles. You can choose to move however you like. But if yeah. you stop moving, that's when you fall. Yeah. And, like, when we're talking about, like, the, the title of the show today is Creating Bigger. And when we're talking about creating bigger, we have to look at the bigger and, well, know or be, well, look. We have to look at the bigger picture of our lives and yeah. think about things in those terms more than rather. I think that, like, I was, I was listening to a telecall recently and the facilitator was talking about, how living 10 seconds to live the rest of your life is an important tool and it is also a beginning tool and at some point you have to look and look into the future and look what your choice will create and commit to that choice so when we're when we i was just going to say somebody who's creating a bigger life in order to do that you have to have not only a global perspective but a perspective that's looking, you know, 
not just to the next month, but far into the future. Like I look at what I would like to leave in the world, what I'd like to leave behind here, not just um, what I'm going to, you know, eat for lunch. Yeah, and it's really looking at both, right? It's yeah. like if I eat yeah. for lunch, what's that going to create? And it's like, you know, what am I creating in the future? Like what am I leaving behind? What am I creating in the next 50 years? It's, it's being aware of all of that, everything over the next 50 years. So, and it's also, like you said, the, um, the 10 seconds, you know, it's like if you only had 10 seconds to live, what would you choose? Yeah, it's a beginner's tool, and it's also not. But what it's designed to do is create that awareness that you can choose again. And yeah. then there's what we tend to do is turn that into, it's like, oh, well, I can change my mind anytime, and I don't have to commit. And it's like, no, that is not what that tool is about. <laughs> I'm just going to keep eating this chocolate cake for, yeah, for a few exactly. ten seconds Oh, here. ten seconds. <laughs> but that's the thing, it's like, it's, we actually tend to use it as an excuse or um, as a way of getting out of things at some point. And what it really truly is, is a way for you to um, acknowledge that it's like, yes, you can change your mind at every time and you can choose different every 10 seconds. And while you're choosing different every 10 seconds, you can also commit to you, your life and living. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge difference. Because if, that you're, is a huge if you're using that tool to basically not commit, you're actually doing yourself a disservice. Because if you're willing yeah. to commit to your life, that means you basically have to move forward and create. And you cannot be stagnant. But if you're using that against you and you're not willing to commit to that and you're not willing to um, choose your living, your life and, and what you're creating, then you know, you're going to find all sorts of excuses as to why you wouldn't follow through. But it's yeah. even as simple as, you know, if you're, like, let's say you were just talking to me early before the show about a bar class that you're creating with 13 people in it so far. And, you know, and there's still more time before the class is there. And if you were not committed to that class, it would not be able to come together. And when you commit to that class, even though you can choose different at any time, like if something happens and, and you can't go or, you know, um, you're needed elsewhere or something else comes up where you absolutely must take care of that um, and you can't make it, you can change your mind at any time. And it's like, but you actually committing that, that's what allows that class to grow and that's what allows that class to actually grow larger than most other people's classes. Absolutely. And that's a lot of presence. And I think that's why people think it's an either or thing. You know, I'm going to live for 10, or I'm going to live for each 10 seconds, or I'm going to commit to my life and to creating bigger. And to do both, you can't be sleeping in your life. And most people are sleepwalking and they don't know it. Yeah. And it's not an either or. You have to. It's not an either or. Nothing is an either or. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, it's like committing to your life is a willingness to be present every moment. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And I I was going to do a clearing on presence, but you can't do a clearing on presence. Presence is presence. Presence (laughs) is, I'm going to be here right now, and I'm going to look at what this is going to create. And sometimes it's ugly, and so we don't want to look. 
but then we can change it when we look. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, what did I just change? Oh, yeah, I had chosen something um, sort of to create this side business, and then and it was kind of fun, and then I looked at the numbers today, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, and I just made the purchase, um, like the investment on it, and um, I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, it's just totally heavy. And I'm like, oh, can I change that? And it's like, yeah. So I did a one, two, three, and a one, two, three, four for all of the future solidification, and everything changed. And I'm like, okay, cool. There's the lightness again. There's the fun oh. and expensiveness again. So well, it's like everything is just energy. And yes, sometimes you cannot change things because for whatever reason, like that's just not changeable at that time. Um, and you can continue asking. And other times it's that easy where you ask if you can change it and it does. Right. That's neat. I, um, I like using the one, two, threes and the one, two, three, fours. It's a really fun one. I uh, used to do them every single morning, and the, my days were like, oh, la, 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 and, and then I forgot, so I'm going to start doing that again. That's a really <laughs> fun tool. Yeah, and you know what? It's amazing, like, um, just doing one, two, threes to earth, like contributing to the earth, and the gift that that is for you is incredible. Because essentially all you're doing is you're asking for all the energy, the capacities, the gifts, the energy that you be to gather in your hands and then you throw your hands down at the earth like we do, you know, one and then you get bigger and you gather all the energy and two and you amplify it even more and you gather even more and then three, you just shoot it down at the earth. And it's a huge contribution to the earth and because you are everything, it's a huge contribution to you. So it's like that contributes to everything you be and do. And that also is what creates, like if you're, um, if you're tired throughout the day or whatever, you know, do 10, 1, 2, 3s to the earth, and I guarantee your energy is going to change. Oh, totally. I just did a whole bunch, and mine's totally changed. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a really... Um, I uh, was uh, one thing that I created um, using one two threes was that the wellness expo that I was talking. About. Did I tell you about the wellness expo yeah. that I did? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I did two things, and I like the beginning of that wellness expo. It was such a it was such a fun creation, and it was light right from the start. And then when we went to go out and do it, it it was so heavy. Like I could hardly get myself out of bed to go out and talk to people and to put together what I had to put together. And lucky I had my business partner, Robin, because she's amazing. And the two of us went out and we would go and we would talk and I would be like falling asleep in the car, like not able to do it because it was creating such a big thing. And I had to go through so get rid of so much unconsciousness to be able to create something like that. And then after a little bit, it got easier. And I started doing one, two, threes and pulling energy of all the people who would like to come. And it was a huge success. But, you know, it wasn't just I'm going to to do this and it's going to be light and it's going to be perfect because, yeah. you know, something's either light or heavy. It was like, oh, my God, it was agonizing for for the first two months almost while we were planning it. 
So, you know, it's not just a matter of, you know, oh, it's, 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 it's heavy in this 10 seconds. I guess I'll quit. <laughs> yeah. It's a commitment. Exactly. Exactly. And, so. and that's a great example, too. It's like, you know, yes, the heavy and light works, and it works in 10-second increments. And you clearly, when you asked about the, um, the wellness show, that was light and you committed to it. So even when things go up and down and the energy changes because, you know, everything in the world changes every 10 seconds and every two seconds, um, it's like you're aware of the energy changes and you're aware of uh, the, you know, the heaviness and the lightness and other people and everything that that entails. And yet because you made a commitment, there's a commitment to the creation of it and what it will create. And it's like that sort of the creation beyond the actual um, event is very often what is light. So it might not be that everything is always light, but it's like what it creates. And that's, again, it goes back to your question that you mentioned earlier. It's like if I choose this, what will this create? And it's like if that is light and expansive, it might not be the higher way along like there might be some points where you're just like oh my god like what is going on here and it may just be that you're aware of something and you can change the energy and then on you go so that's where it's like the more we are always in question and we keep questioning everything i mean it's like if somebody gets heavy first question is like cool what is this and what can i do to change this okay can i change this and just asking questions like that, or even just asking the question, oh, okay, well, what else is possible here? Or how does it get any better? That will actually create more energy, and it will generate more energy, and it will allow for more change to show up. Those questions are really good questions. I think they they're estimated a lot of the time. I know, and it's, you know, it's funny because it's like we come play with access, and then we get those, taught those questions, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, but there's better questions, you know, like even patterns of harmony. And it's like that's the latest and greatest. And so we're going to play with that. And, and there's new ones and there's vital and there's all these different processes. And it's like, yeah, and when it comes to practical tools every single day, the ones that make the greatest change are the basic ones that you learn in the beginning. And it's how does it get any better than this? What else is possible? What is this? And what is this? I mean, it's the simplest question, and oh, my God, does that create a lot of awareness. And you can ask that for everything. I mean, you can, that is a question that you can ask of anything at any time. Hmm. That's awesome. I'm going to play with that one more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ebbs and flows of using access consciousness. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we do go through ebbs and flows, and in our lives, in using the tools. And like you just said, you know, it's like, oh, I used to do that all the time and I forgot about the one, two, threes. And it's like, yeah, and we do that. We'll use a tool and it's like the best tool and it's creating the most change and then we're on to something else. And it's like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that and that one's so amazing. And then we'll bring it back into our lives or we'll forget about it again and it comes up again a couple months later and that's just who we are. And keep playing with all of the tools and don't ever think that one isn't as good or isn't, um, you know, because you learned it first, it's not as great as what you learn later on. It's like, no, access is kind of backwards, and we teach you some of the best tools right in the beginning, and we actually give it away for free 
because that creates the change and because those are the tools you require to change anything at any time. Hmm. Absolutely. And it's the same thing as what we were saying before is, you know, when you're creating a business, okay, what works? What are we going to change? Let's destroy the whole warehouse of iPhones. Like, you know, it's the same with asking questions and the tools that you're using. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's fun. So Carlina, yeah, I want, I would love to know before we go here, we're just coming to the end of the hour. Before we go, what do you have on the horizon? What kind of classes are you doing and what can people look forward to? Um, you know, I only have, I think I only have one class posted right now and it's a talk to the entities class in Edmonton, Canada. Um, oh, fun. Yeah, it's actually really exciting. And we were just talking about commitment and I made another commitment to it um, a day or so ago of like, you know what, I'm having all this because it is really fun and this is really fun for me. Um, so it's generating and creating a lot of energy again, like all over again. Um, but that one is um, March 6th through 8th in Edmonton, Canada. And, um, and yeah, it feels really fun. I, I love doing those classes. And it's, all of that creates greater awareness of everything. I mean, we spoke about you know, being present and being aware of now as well as the future. And that's a big part of what it creates is that awareness and that willingness to be aware of absolutely everything that you are aware of. Um, so that's the only one that I have posted right now unless I forgot about something. Um, and then for the next couple of weeks, I'm actually really busy hosting Dane Hare and Gary Douglas in Vancouver. So we've got Dane coming um, to Vancouver for a level two three on February 14th to 17th. And then for if anybody doesn't qualify that or if they'd like to come to an evening, even if they don't take the class, um, He's doing a Taste of Being intro on February 16th at 7 p.m. And then Gary's coming in shortly after that um, for the Advanced Body Class on February 20th through 22nd, which I know, Julia, you're coming to as well. Yes. And, and then on February 23rd, um, he's doing a, an Abuse Hold class, which is a body process that is not taught in any other class and it's only be ta- being taught by Gary um, and that's an evening class. It starts at 7 and it'll probably run until about 10 or 11. And, um, and then we also have a really exciting event. Um, we are hosting an Elogar fundraiser. So on February 19th, we're doing an evening of uh, champagne, lobster, and caviar. Nope, champagne, lobster, and oysters, I think we called it. Um, so some of the really fun delicacies, um, we have a beautiful place in Vancouver with an amazing view, and uh, it all goes to raise funds for Eligar, which is the place that we're creating in Costa Rica. And if you want where, to where, is that, that, where is that? Where is that going to be held? Um, that's, it's in the downtown core of Vancouver, just on the waterfront. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah that would be really a great. great view. And, um, and it's always, I mean, Eligar is such an amazing place, so it's always great to just have fun. And, of course, Gary and Dane are going to be there, so they're the main attraction as well as the view and, of course, <laughs> all the delicacies. And, and we're going to get dressed up and just have a el- really elegant evening. So it's, it's great fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. Well, that's fantastic. Well, thanks for being on today. This is a great conversation. Yeah, thank you, Julia. This has been great fun. And, we should talk more often. <laughs> I know. 
there's, there's some some magic created when the two of us get going on Absolutely. things. Absolutely. We're going to have to keep creating it. Maybe we can create bigger. Yes, exactly. Together. I would love that. Um, yeah, we talked about doing a telecall, but we're going to, we're going to see We're I, I was thinking, you know, we we're going to do a creating bigger telecall, but I think that we need to create something bigger. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. I think that's that too. So let's go back to the drawing board and create. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thanks to all of those of you listening, uh, now and in the future. And I did just want to, um, give a shout out to anybody um, there's a few people interested in going to foundation level one. Um, I'm doing foundation level one the first weekend of March in Winnipeg. Um, I had a few questions about that. So I just thought I would drop a line on the phone and, um, I look forward to chatting with you all next week. Take care.